You looking for? I was hoping I had a lip gloss up here, but I don't think I do. Agnab it. Um, happy Monday? Would you say happy? Happy day. No. M good. Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. It's Monday. You know what that means. Oh, don't use that for this, please. Service. Um, I'm going to tuck in, so I hope you don't mind. And then you, you do you. You do what you got to do. Um, so this was Raw. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Mark. I still don't know what side he's on, so I'm just going to keep pointing whichever way I feel. I am on your right. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, this was raw. We almost... It was a raw deal, that's for goddamn sure. Yeah, got him. Yeah. That's that's what you'd call it. We almost had a, a match to save the show. We almost had two matches that could have saved the show. Both ended in DQ. We almost had one match that could have saved a whole tournament. And that was ruined. Uh, not good. Yeah. Not good times. Not good times. Um, yeah, I'm... This episode... Okay, so this episode really, in my opinion, was not that bad. I disagree. Um, I thought this was bad. Really didn't think it was that bad. I, I didn't hate every second of it. I just think that there were so many moments where I was, like, absolutely befuddled on the decision-making, where I was, like... Oh. oh I, okay. I think what made it bad to me was just how WWE continues to prove that nothing matters. That they don't want to make anything matter. Nothing. They don't care about consequences or stakes or anything like that or satisfaction in any way. Imagine a imagine buying tickets to that show. Imagine. Um, you can actually buy tickets to the WWE show in UBS um, for considerably less than you could a hot minute ago. Isn't they like cut half? their prices. Yeah, they slashed them. <sighs> well, uh, I guess that's that's the best. Uh, Raw like recap or not recap, but in a nutshell that we could do, Bianca and Charlotte was gonna be a fantastic match, but they ended it in DQ. Yeah. Um, RK Bro versus Street Profits was gonna be a fantastic match until AJ Styles DQ'd the match. Yeah. 
and Dewdrop won over Shayna Baszler. Once again proving that there was no reason for them to have built up Shayna as much as they have. I kind of got a feeling too that Dewdrop was going to win because I was like, we got this feud and they want Dewdrop probably to come out on top. And I was like, but maybe like, maybe they won't do it like that. I dumbass. You have a tournament where you have the potential finals being Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Maybe even Tony Storm versus Shayna Baszler. And you choose not to do that. Instead, you go with Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop. How maybe that's you... why Zelina came back. Maybe that was like part of her contract. Maybe, maybe. You know what? Let... I'm I'm gonna look at something. I'm gonna look at something. So keep keep that bracket in mind. Um, keep the women's bracket in mind. Now. Now, now that we, I feel like we can compare these two now that there was direct competition. Look at AEW. Look at the World Eliminator Tournament. Now imagine if the finals to the World Eliminator Tournament was Dustin Rhodes versus Preston Vance. Imagine that was your final in a tournament that had John Moxley, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Danielson, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston. Go with those two. That is what they did with the Queen's Crown tournament. But also, if you take all those matches and you only made them two minutes long. I want to like say something like optimistic here but like once again i went into the into the ooh, ooh. um i went into today like the idea of like oh well, maybe this time they'll give us a real woman's match because it's a semi-final and it, you know who's to say um except they were to say and they said no 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 you stupid silly bitch and i said oh Thanks, Johnny Ace. Yep. Now imagine on the flip side with the men's bracket, the men's King of the Ring bracket, if you had... Uh, I think the worst matchup might be Sami Zayn and Jinder Hall. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Hall? Jinder Hall. Yeah. Imagine that was your matchup. In a bracket... With Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Ricochet. That's who you went with. No no discredit to Sammy. It's just chemistry-wise. Chemistry-wise, and, and you have top talent in there like Finn Balor. Zelina, Vega, and Dewdrop. That's who you go with. That's who you go with. And the finals are probably going to be like two minutes, if even, at Crown Jewel. That's the thing that upsets me is that, like, I'm trying to, like, wonder if, like, maybe the, maybe the match will be okay. Maybe it won't be, like, 
keep doing this though actually i keep doing this shit you 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 think your optimistic mind your your slightly optimistic mind thinks that Zelina Vega and Dewdrop could suddenly pull out a barn burner. No, I'm just saying maybe the match will last longer than like a couple minutes. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. I hope I hope so too. I hope so too, but I I don't have faith. All right. It's understandable. I any smart person wouldn't have faith. So, uh, before we get too deep into the recap, let's go into the news, Elizabeth. Hey. Also, this shirt that I'm wearing is frustratingly a crop top. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't notice when I was like throwing it on this morning. Now I'm just like, what is the point? It's supposed to be a. I don't understand winter shirts like that are long sleeve that are crop tops. Mm. I know I own a couple, but I'm just like, what are we doing this for? <laughs> Wearing long sleeves to be warm, you know. Never. Mind. Um. Okay. So let's talk about some non WWE, non AEW news. Is, is there um, even much news? There's a little bit of news. Okay. This is a good deal of it. Um. Let's talk about. Um, it appears that Lady Frost was offered an Impact Wrestling contract, and it appears that Braun Strowman has been in talking to Impact um, about potential employment. Um, Lady cool. Frost, I can definitely see. Uh, yeah. Braun, I can also kind of see, I guess. Yeah, Braun, Braun oh, could be Braun really awesome. Braun versus Moose and W. Morrissey. Braun versus Madman Fulton. Braun versus Ace Austin. <laughs> Maybe not right now. Get him paid. In light of everything. Get him paid. Um, and then there's some NJPW news as well. Um, first of all, Buddy Matthews is debuting for NJPW. This coming November, um, he is going to be arriving November 13th for Battle in the Valley. Um, which is really cool. That's such a big event for them. Um, and really, if there's anybody that should be going to NJPW, it's definitely. He's got the exact talent for style. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And there's a lot of speculation on him going to Bound for Glory, too. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I feel like he's going to pull an Alex Zane where it's like, pops up everywhere all at once. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And and Impact has the um the the gauntlet or the call your yeah the call your shot gauntlet where we could see uh, potential debuts. Yeah. Um. Also in NJPW news, I'm fucking pissed. Um. The G1 Climax first finalist has been decided. Um. And that is Kota Ibushi. I'm only annoyed. The only reason I'm annoyed is because, of course, it is it fucking is like it's i think it's like what his this would be he's been in the final for the last three years but he's won the last two iterations of the tournament who who did he beat over 
who was in his block that like was also in like the um so it started out with shingo zack saber jr kenta and coda shingo had oh. a double count out so he drew zack lost because god damn it um and kenta lost to coda kenta should have won it's just it's one of those things where it's like i hate being a dick about it but like you just hope that it's like somebody else just like someone new yeah different yeah i agree anyways but we'll see who wins the the b block it's, it's gonna be jeff cobb i don't even know if there's a... well i guess if jeff loses and evil wins maybe if jeff cobb wins the finals that's gonna be awesome um it's it's gonna either be okada or jeff cobb okay which at this point i, I don't know jeff cobb i don't know Get him. Get him to face Shingo. Um, I think that's a couple minutes away, but... Um, we also now have some AW news, I believe. Um, and yeah, actually, the AW news. Um, wait, no. Fuck. Uh, Alright, I forgot that I had... Something got lost in the mix. Hmm. Um... Tom Lawler's nearly done with MLW. He's leaving soon. Um, right. And he has the title. So. Yeah. One of those. Um, and also there's news about Ace Austin um, and his girlfriend, whose name I have forgotten. Ian Miller. Ian Miller. Thank you. Um, who's the impact commentator. Um, interviewer. Pre-show lady. Interviewer. Yeah. Interviewer. Um, lost basically everything in a fire. So that's not good. Um, Their cat made it out, though. Yes, luckily they were both okay. Apparently, it looked like they, uh, according to Ace Austin, he said that they were almost trapped by the fire. Um, but luckily, they're okay. Their cat is okay. Which fucking I don't know how you get out of a fire with a cat. <laughs> my fucking nightmare, honestly. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a good thing that the cat carrier is near the fire escape. Yeah. Um. But we currently have on our uh, Twitter and on Sammy Callahan's Twitter, there is a GoFundMe for um, their relief fund, which has already been fully funded. Um, you can donate more if you want. Um, oh, it's but been it's been fully, fully funded. funded. Yeah, it's almost tripled their goal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for so, them. Well, actually, yeah. not, not good for them. They do this in the first place. Um, it's nice that they've got enough people that care. Yeah, they got um, the support. Yeah, but Dallas, Dallas Page donated five hundred dollars. Hmm. Um, but anyways, so that's something. Um, and we hope that they get back on their feet as soon as possible because that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. Now on to some AEW news. The only AEW news we have today is probably the biggest news that we have. Okay. Which is AEW beat uh, WWE in their 30 minutes of head-to-head um, programming. Mm-hmm. In the in the 18 to 49. Right, which is their, the range that... It's the key demographic. If you yeah, will. because that's what advertisers care about. And it's uh, huge because no wrestling company has ever beaten WWE since 1998. Which is why Tony Khan is absolutely at 
that shit right now. Oh, he's getting blacked out tonight. Oh, Tony Khan deserves to get blacked out tonight. Um, but that's pretty crazy. I am kind of happy that it happened. Um, so, you know, fuel that competition, baby. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great for AEW, and it's gonna be great for WWE because now they're feeling a little threatened. Maybe now they might need to crank up the machine, get the wheels turning. You know, today was their response, though. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're only going to adjust SmackDown. Maybe that's what they think the problem is. Maybe. Um, all right, so also in terms of news, we have some WWE news. Lacey Evans had her baby. Um, I guess she's coming back. In a few months, yeah. She's already tweeting about coming back, and I'm like, okay. Don't worry. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Retro Raw is returning? Question mark? <laughs> According to Andrew Zarian, there's going to be a show in January of next year where they will be doing what they kind of did. Um, I mean, they had Legends Night last January, but I think they're kind of going for like what they did with SmackDown. Yeah. That wasn't really anything, so... Um, I don't know, man. Um, but somebody in the Wrestle Talk article, um, it's as at the bottom. Any guesses on who will be Randy Orton's next victim and be heading to AEW a few months later? Yeah. Who knows? Could be Vince um, himself. Or Shane. Fingers crossed. Uh also who's getting a gimmick change dominatrix carrying cross oh you said dominatrix and i thought gg dolan oh no no uh carrying cross is apparently undergoing a gimmick change uh russell votes tweeted that um the plan is for him to be more of a psycho yet still calm and cool dude if you if you have somebody that needs to change their gimmick that much. Something's not working. Sort of like if you're dating somebody and every like couple of weeks you're like, we need to do something to freshen this like relationship up. It's like maybe you guys should just not be together. No. Maybe yeah. it's time to break up. Maybe. Um also there are rumors that uh, Tegan and Knox were turned heel, um, or at least were working as heels for the El Paso house show. Who was? Tegan and um, Shotzi. Really? I may have said Tegan and Knox, so that's my bad. Um, yeah. It seems like they're also, I guess maybe it's because they're doing like the super shows, but it seems like they're still working together. Yeah, no, it's definitely because of those. Um, they don't care about storylines, really, with those shows. Because, I mean, um, on Saturday, AJ Styles fought... AJ Styles... He fought Damien for the United States title. Gotcha. 
Um, also at the El Paso house show or prior to, um, Rhea Ripley lost her bag, which had her gear and her title in it. It was El Paso. Um, yeah. Um, she ended up having to wear Damien Priest's pants, which looked fantastic on her. Um, if you had told me that those were Rhea's pants, I would have been like, yeah, of course they are. Why yeah. wouldn't they be? Um, interesting to me. It's like Sister of the Traveling Pants. I'm quite expected to fit both of them, but... Um, so I guess if you're from El Paso and you see a bag with a title in it... Oh, my, um, oh they my... said to check eBay. Yeah, Rhea said to check eBay. Um, I, I thought you meant the show was in El Paso. No, she didn't. I don't think she lost the gear in El Paso. I think it was before then. Um, I think it was after SmackDown. No, not SmackDown. Um, maybe it was just before Saturday. It was after a WWE house show in Albuquerque. Okay. So, I think that was Saturday. Um. And that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um. Then, do you have any more? I think our last piece of news is just um. WWE is cutting back their ticket prices um, for the UBS show because right now Raw has only sold 3,130 tickets um, out of 7,100 that were allocated, whereas AEW has sold 7,639 out of 9,699 tickets. Um, previously, it's apparently according to WrestleTix, um, Upper decks were $30 plus. Some seats are now available for as low as $15. Oh. Oh. Maybe That's... they shouldn't be charging $8,000 for front row seats. Um, once again, thank you to WrestleTalk for all of my news. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into the recap, shall we? Let's get into the recap. Uh, so we started off with Charlotte Flair coming out to the ring. She says, where are my balloons? The champagne. Why is the Raw roster not lined up? Wait and give me farewell hugs. Um, this is my last night on Raw before I'm officially drafted and I have to defend my title against some rookie. Why, are they, why do they keep playing up rookie to, uh, Bianca to be a rookie? She's been SmackDown Women's Champion. She's also been around for a minute now. Yeah. Um, I think there's some kind of conspiracy against me. Bianca isn't even on the Raw roster yet. She has two title opportunities this week. You people say that I'm entitled. You couldn't even beat me. She couldn't even beat me two weeks ago. Um, save your EST nonsense for someone who isn't the greatest. Bianca Belair comes out. She says, this is just desserts. I've done nothing but prove I belong here. You want to bring up what happened two weeks ago? You got saved by big time Bex. I can't believe you're out here like this, throwing a temper tantrum. I'm the one to watch because I always shine. After tonight, I won't be a problem uh, because you won't even go here anymore. Uh, After you take the L, dust yourself off. Keep your head high. Use that to make you stronger. Charlotte then attacks Bianca. Uh, Bianca tries to do KOD on a Charlotte, and then Charlotte escapes. We then go to uh, the New Day in Gorilla. 
Uh, Xavier says, when I win my match tonight, I'll, I will be one such as many other kings. When I win my match, I'll be one step closer to fulfilling my destiny of becoming king. Kofi says, we know how important this is. Martin Luther King had a dream, but it's Xavier's dream to be king. Uh, Xavier says, I should make a decree. This Thursday at Crown Jewel, I'll be sitting on that throne with the crown on my head. And then we get Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, so, interesting match. Uh, there was a dropkick to the back of Jinder, which went right into a side headlock on Xavier. Xavier ends up hitting Jinder with a step Russian leg sweep and then a big dropkick. Um, we get a side slam to Xavier, and then we kind of just go back and forth for a little while. Um, Jinder ends up Getting the better upper hand for the most part, um, he tosses Xavier from the ring, and apparently, like, Xavier was supposed to hit his head against the stairs, which was a very stressful spot. Looked very much like he, like, knocked himself into the edge of the stairs. Um, but Jinder goes for the Coloss. Um, he gets part of it, can't get all of it. Xavier fights out, only to get slammed down. Jinder fails to do the knee drop. He Xavier takes Shanky off the uh, apron, goes to fly out onto Jinder, and it's, he gets tossed down into the Coloss and somehow grabs the rope. Doesn't mean much. Jinder puts him up top, goes with the Maharaja. Xavier fights him down and then hits a coast-to-coast elbow drop to win. Um, I thought that this was a decent enough match. I thought that this was fun, and it gave me, because I tr- didn't trust them, rightfully so, to do right by Xavier, I kind of thought that maybe Jinder was about to win this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too, because I thought they were going to, like, want to keep uh, Bauer like a baby face and have him win, and they wouldn't want him to beat the baby face and Xavier Woods to get him heat. But might be changing might really be changing now we'll see you later on um um i think i think that we've got finn going more for a tweener kind of role yeah which is good he fits that role well yeah um so then we have an interview with austin theory he says i did not look up to jeff hardy but last or i did look up to jeff hardy last week but i was looking down to him Uh, that that was botched by me. I did look up to Jeff Hardy, but last week I was looking down to him. And then the Reggie Reggie and twenty four seven division run through. Our truth crashes, uh, catches up to Reggie, but Theory breaks him up. Um, truth says you want to take out that rate the anger in the ring, don't you? Accept your challenge on one condition: you get permission from your mommy to stay up late. What is Truth on lately? Like, what is, what is he smoking? I like that. It's him making fun of Austin Theory for being a baby. Oh. Is, is he referring to Candice LeRae as his mommy? No, I think he's saying just... No, no, no I, I know. I was making a joke. Because oh, we don't see Candice LeRae anymore. Yeah. Not allowed to see any of the Gargano family. Yeah, not even Podme. Not even Podme. Padme should be running the show. Um, no one's running the show anymore, as we've seen. True. 
John Michaels is running the show. It's William Regal, though. Huh? It's William Regal. With Samoa Joe. Yeah. In Cancun. Mm. All right. Um. So then we get um, Austin Theory versus R-Truth. But Truth comes out. He says, I made a mistake. I didn't accept your challenge for R-Truth. I accepted for R-Truth's friend. And Jeff Hardy comes out. And now we get Austin Theory versus Jeff Hardy part two. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of roll-ups. There's a dropkick to Theory. Um, theory, however, just fucking beats up Jeff Hardy for a good, good time. Until Jeff ends up hitting his signature inverted atomic devil like dropkick splash. You know. That move. Mm-hmm. Um... I love that he does it because it always makes me feel like I knew we were going here. You didn't even try to throw me off the scent. You just said, here we are, folks. This is what we're doing. Um, yeah, Jeff gets a couple of spots in. He ends up getting Theory into the ring after sending him out of the ring. Um, he goes for a swanton bomb, but Theory shakes the ropes. Um, Everything gets. I didn't even know what this was. If it was like his, this finisher it looked the most similar to the RP one, but I don't. It was pretty lame. It was just like a jawbreaker almost. Kinda yeah, and um, we know he's capable of cool shit in the ring because in NXT, like a month or two ago, he was just doing cool shit. Yeah, and I I don't feel like Jeff Hardy would be like opposed to. Letting him get some of that cool shit over in the ring. So I don't know why he's not doing it. Jeff's pretty much been putting over younger talent lately. Yeah, probably because Vince wants him to be more Hoss-like. Gotta be an attraction. I'm not attracted. Hmm. Um, um, but one, one thing, one positive I can take out of this is that... um. It, it's not another one of those 50-50 matches. Like, Theory won twice. That's it. We're good. Actually, no, not even, because Hardy got up in the end and then beat his right, ass. because you didn't let me finish. Okay. Yeah, I forgot that happened. Yeah, um, after Theory wins with his funky little jawbreaker move, um... Hardy gets up, hits Theory with the twist of fate, and kind of gets like a funny little picture at the end. Um, so I don't think that this is the end of it at all, by any means. Appreciate I don't know why they. I don't know why they've put Theory into a position of being like. I don't know, of being like this, like, absolute bully to older men. Yeah. 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 I, this, I, I feel like if Hardy hadn't gotten up, it would have been perfect, actually. Like, think of it this way. If Hardy hadn't gotten up, what they could have done was, um, like, Jeff gets beaten, get an interview later where Jeff's like, I've got to change something, and then we get Willow. 
not that Vince is at all interested in bringing anything in that has to relate to any of the stars of the past decades. We could get Willow. You think Jeff Hardy would want Willow to come out this way against Austin Theory? I mean, he's been wanting to bring Willow back. He said that he thinks about it every day. I think he would wait until reigniting the feud with Seamus. I am, you know, I am looking forward to the first Raw and SmackDown post Crown Jewel. Yeah, yeah, because this this feels kind of scrambly what we're doing right now with with everyone kind of crossing brands. Yeah, it feels like. I, right now, I don't even know who's on what brand half the time. Yeah. If they showed Finn today, and I was like, what the fuck is Finn doing here? And then I was like, oh, he's on Raw now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I was upset to see Finn. Any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But... Oh, I don't know. Um, Miriam said, bullying older talent, maybe Randy's his new dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Maybe. Randy's past his problematic phase, though. <laughs> they have similar facial hair. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's a storyline they'll they'll put in. Austin Orton. Does not sound <laughs> good. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So then we get Biggie and Gorilla. Drew McIntyre walks in. He says, "So I saw the footage." I know the head-to-head wasn't intentional, but what else was I supposed to do? Uh, Biggie said, I did throw fuel on the fire, but tonight maybe we coexist. Drew says, novel concept. He says, Thursday, we're going to make it do what it do. May the best man win a crown jewel. Uh, then we get Charlotte and Sonia and Pierce backstage. Uh, Pierce says we were just discussing just discussing the new Raw season, and Charlotte says you didn't ask me if I wanted to defend my title, and to let Bianca interrupt me during my farewell speech. I have to defend the title that I made relevant. You did uh, did no, I would. Did she make it relevant? Is it relevant? I didn't understand that. Yeah, I'm thinking between her and Ronda Rousey. I think Rousey made it a little more, a little bigger. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, Sonya says you can't. Your main event tonight is not a con- conspiracy. Um, Charlotte says you can't replace me with Bianca. And then we get Biggie and Drew McIntyre versus the Dirty Dogs in Can They Coexist Part Three. part two no this is part three because the first one was against dirty dogs the first time and then last week we got can they coexist against um usos oh, dang it and um, we start with biggie and dolph the shoulder tackle that stops dolph from taunting biggie which is basically all dolph does for an extended period of time mm-hmm. um it's pretty even keel um Drew gets in, um, does some nasty suplexes to Rude. Um, when Biggie gets in, he hits a stiff forearm to Dolph, sending him off the apron before dragging Rude to the ringside area. Goes for the big splash, but Rude avoids it. 
Um, Big E then like manages to send Dolphin to the timekeeper's area, but Rude sends Big E into the stairs. Um, pretty much the turning point. That's about when Dolphin and Rude kind of get their upper hand. Um, Dolph just basically spends the next however long roughing up Big E. Um, Drew really wants to get in, and they like were like interpreting like something that Drew did as like, oh, like he's not willing to help out Big E. All the while, Drew's like saying, "They're like, let me in." Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Commentary sometimes talks, and I don't know what they're fucking saying. Yeah. Um, like even today, like Jimmy sounded like he was so fucking done with both Byron and Corey, and they're bickering, and I don't blame him because Corey's just so nasty. Like Jimmy was just like, "I don't know what these two are talking about," but anyways, and I was like. He, Corey plays up the heel persona a bit too much sometimes. Yeah, it's like, it, it's not about Corey, and in Corey's head, it's about Corey. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I will fight Corey Graves. Are you still on that? Still on that. I will never get off that. Um, right. So Big E pancakes a charging Dolph. Drew gets in, Rue get um, gets in. Um... We get a billion of those lovely, barely there, not even touching rude suplexes. It went to Dolph as well for good measure. Um, Drew hits the neckbreaker, kip up, inverted Alabama slam to Ziggler onto Rude. He wants the Claymore, but lifts Rude instead. Rude gets free. Dolph pulls Biggie off the apron. We get an assisted leg drop onto Drew, which looked fucking nasty. Like, Basically, Dolph ran at Rude. Rude lifted him up like Dirty Dancing style and like tossed him overhead to do the leg drop, which I was like, that's Famouser. fucking bonkers. Oh, Famouser. Why did I... Wow. I haven't seen Dolph wrestle in so long. To be fair, the, the Famouser... It looks just like a leg drop. I, I don't know the difference between a Famouser and an Unprettier. I think they're the same thing. I would have to look. I have no clue. Um, but so Drew, however, avo- avoids Dolph as Dolph charges at him, sends him into the buckles, and then Drew has an R-Truth moment where he's like, "You know what? I do trust you to get the win." And he gets Biggie in to get the big ending to win. Um, not a bad match. Not an yeah. awful match. Pretty fun, clean finish. Yeah finish and they actually got them coexisting and then they shook hands i mean they like bickered afterwards but they shook hands yeah it was very much like <laughs> in 2k20 where it's like if they first go like that's exactly what happened yeah. <laughs> um yeah i i didn't hate this match i kind of thought i would but it was pretty decent. It's a shame because I feel like Dolph and Rude need to be doing more. They need singles runs. Yeah. It's fair. Um, alright. So, then we have a promo with the Street Profits. He said, we're back on Raw. We're going to put the tag division on notice. Um, we're excited for RK Bro versus AJ Nomas. AJ is like that kid at school that did nothing but took all the credit. AJ and Omos then walk in. Um, AJ says, we try to bring dignity to the, dignity to the tag division. Uh, you're looking at the next Raw tag, tag Team Champions. Um, if you guys aren't 
too beat up from SmackDown and you play your cards right and you put a hurting on RK Bro, maybe you'll have your names on top of the list to face the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Tez just says, no, we are back to put the entire division on notice. Uh, and then we get Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander. Um, yeah. Uh, we, there is, uh, man, I took four notes on this. Um, we yeah. get a Cazador into a sunset flip, um, and a, a moonsault, but none of it's enough to put Cedric away. Um, Cedric ends up hitting kind of a riptide of a suplex to Mansoor, and it's a backbreaker onto him, but Mansoor manages to get a flatliner and a neckbreaker. Or not, it wasn't a flatliner, but it was something very similar to a flatliner, um, and a neckbreaker to win. Um, I'm just hoping that the Mansoor-Mustafa match lasts a credible amount of time. I'm sure it will I, be, because Mansoor's their, their hometown boy. True, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Um, I just, I, I'm not a fan of how it feels like this was such a short match. Right, but the the match wasn't what was important here. What was important was the promo afterwards. Right, I'm just, what I'm saying, okay, so more so what I'm saying is we haven't really gotten a lot of Hurt Business interactions lately. And the Hurt Business, the tag division of the Hurt Business is getting jobbed out. Well, maybe, maybe it'll change when the new season starts. Maybe, maybe, you're right. Um, so speaking of that promo afterwards, uh, Mustafa comes out, and uh, I didn't write down exactly what happened, but Mansoor cut a fantastic promo uh, in response to Mustafa saying that he's not smiling, he, he's taking this very seriously, uh, and, and clearly shows that he's become a changed man. Uh, maybe they will reunite after Crown Jewel and become a tag team again, like kind of a more heel tag team or serious tag team, or um, they both go on pretty serious tag run, or singles runs. Mm-hmm. Or at least Mansoor does. Um, so then after that, we get Bobby Lashley and Goldberg in their no-holds-barred interview. <laughs> uh, Goldberg says, I'm not making threats. I'm going to do exactly what I said. I'm going to beat Bobby Lashley to an inch of his life. And then <laughs> I was like, he said that. I was like, okay. It's different from what you said you would do, but okay. Uh, and then he said, and then I'm going to finish the job. And I was like, oh, there it is. We're still doing this, Goldberg. There's the crime. Really? Really, no. Uh, um, and then Bobby says, what you're saying is nonsense and criminal. I will call the cops. <laughs> and that was the thing I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. He, you, you, you can't threaten a person's life on TV, bud. Yeah. Uh, he said. You're Bill Goldberg again. <laughs> he just goes up to the cops. I'm next. The cops are like, "Yeah, you are. Get in the back." <laughs> uh, so Bobby then says, uh, "When we're in the ring, none of these threats will come to reality. You won't have any family members to fight your battles." Uh, how does your son feel about this? 
Goldberg just says, the more we talk about my family, the more I'm going to make you suffer. In 72 hours, your ass is mine. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Bobby says, you can't kill the Almighty. Two weeks ago, when I made this match, no holds barred, and you dropped to your knees, think of that moment on Thursday when it happens again. Goldberg says, you don't believe all that crap, do you? Bobby says, you fought Bobby with restrictions, but there's nothing stopping me from ending your career. And he says, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with this interview. Takes off his earpiece, his mic, and then Goldberg continues talking. <laughs> he continues talking to Bobby. Not to the, not to the interviewer, to Bobby. <laughs> Billy G is something else, dude. I am, I, this feud is phenomenal. I'm having the time of my life. He, he's the face, right? Goldberg's supposed to be the face, according to Vince. Like, he's supposed to be. How do you root for a guy that's threatening to kill his opponent? I don't know about that one, honestly. And Bobby's just like, don't do that? <laughs> Bobby's straight up just like, you can't threaten my life? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, please don't murder me? And Goldberg's like, I'm going to kill you. Oh, you see, it would be fine if Bobby Lashley was also like, I will kill you and your son. That's the only way it would be, like, reasonable. <laughs> uh, so then we get a promo with RK-Bro. Um, and you know what's interesting? This is the first segment that didn't feature uh, any black people today. Like, there was a huge string of segments that had at least one black person in it. Which is great. Promos? Promos and matches. Even Austin Theory and Jeff Hardy had R-Truth come out to uh, introduce Jeff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Riddle says, I didn't think you'd come out last week, but I knew you had a plan all along. Randy says, there was never a plan. Riddle says, at Crown Jewel... We could tabletop Omos. What tricks do you have up your sleeves for the Street Profits? Randy says, you want to know the plan? The plan is to go to that ring and win. Then at Crown Jewel, we are going to win there. You want the smoke? Uh, then we get RK Bro versus the Street Profits, which ends in a DQ. Right. Randy was on. Um, Randy was, fe he was feeling it today, and this ended in DQ. Yeah, so we start with Riddle versus Montez. Um, Montez immediately cannot handle Riddle. Um, he's thrown into an armbar, and he attempts to stack Riddle. He manages to get free. Um, it, it was a good match. It was a really good match. Um, there was The only part that I didn't quite love was like this like very convoluted um, bit where... <laughs> Orton gets taken off the apron by Dawkins. Dawkins gets sent to the apron. Riddle then sends him onto the ringside area. Montez then gets sent out. Get a floating bro onto Dawkins. And then Montez manages to like come back. He comes back in. He flies from the ring onto both Randy and Riddle. And it's like 
That part had my head kind of spinning just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but we did get this really cool spinning gut wrench suplex. Like, God forbid I, you know, say anything kind to Riddle, but it was he, a cool. But he stole Cesaro's thing of the spin. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was just like, <laughs> the move itself is fine, but like, ugh. Um, so basically, Brandy hits the Puma tackle, and then the Draper DDT does some weird fucking shit for the Draper DDT. I, I mean. First of all, after the Puma tackle, he was like making weird ass faces. I think. It was, um, yeah, it was. It was as soon as he came in. Yeah, he was like, he hit a couple of clotheslines, and then he was like doing weird shit there. Draper DDT did some weird shit there, like extra weird shit. Like it was an extended amount of Randy just like making faces. Um. Also, I, I'm looking at a tweet Gia Miller made um, about Austin Theory or. Ace Austin, God. Jeez, bud. They're having a hard enough day. Ace Austin and their cat. And apparently they sat uh, outside of their house, like outside of the fire, for two hours before they had their cat. Their cat oh was God. sitting in the house with flames smoke. This is a quote from her. Despite flames smoke, the roof falling in on her, and the hoses drenching her and the fire survived um they've been at the vet for like hours now why are you telling me this i don't know i don't know why i'm telling you this i'm sad <laughs> but it's they're all okay which is the most important they're at thing. the vet that's not swear to god Swear to God with you. Um. Anyways, Randy starts doing his Randy shit, and then who interrupts? But Omas and AJ. They Omas in- interrupts, mm-hmm. and then AJ comes flying in with some phenomenal forearms and DQs them. It was a good match. It was a really good match. When I realized that this was the match we were getting to, I was like, damn, this is going to be... I like In the back of my head, I was like, this might be our match of the night, I can guarantee you. So, I, I want to get this straight for, for a hot second. Bear with me. So, before, before the draft takes place, before rosters are set, they decide in their infinite wisdom to burn an RK Bro vs. Street Profits match yeah. and have it end in DQ. Like that's a big matchup. That's a ma- that's like a pay per view matchup, and you are just burning one for the sake of hyping up a pay per view. Why? It's, I don't have the right answers for you. It's ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. Anyway. Um, so after that we had Shayna Baszler versus Dewdrop in the Queen's Crown semifinals. Liz, take it away. 
wish somebody would take me away. Take me away. Isn't that a song? Yeah, Sasha Benningfield stuck in your head. Huh? The Full Sunshine. Oh, that okay. That's the song name. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Shayna does what Shayna does best, which is she kicks the back of Piper's legs multiple times um, in the attempt to kind of like flat or not flatten her, cut her down. Um, Piper ends up tossing Shayna, gets kicked more. Uh, there's a suplex and then a cannonball onto Baszler, and then I think Piper was going for Fireman's Carry Takeover sort of deal, um, which Baszler turns into the Kirifuda. She gets fucking slung off. Piper goes for the crossbody and instead gets choked out by the Kirifuda clutch. But, like, not really. We sit there for an extended period of time, which basically, I hate to say it, kind of buries the Kirifuda clutch. If Piper can withstand it for as long as she did and still had the capacity to roll backwards and then she rolled up Shayna to win, how bad is it? I don't think it buries the Kirifuda clutch so much. It buries Shayna not knowing... How to counter that counter because it's happened to her many times now when she gets pinned in the Carefuda clutch. This was a stinky match, you know? Yep. It had stink written all over it. Yep. Smelly. Um. Yep. So then we had Bianca, Rhea, and Nikki in backstage. Uh, Nikki said, you got this against Charlotte. Welcome to the Monday Night Raw family. Let us know if you need anything. Boom, zap, kapow. I can't stand Nikki Ash anymore. This is so lame. It's so stupid. They're not even doing anything. They're not wrestling. They're not... Oh, my God. Um, Rhea says... Uh, oh... Be Bianca says, thank you, but there is nothing that will get in my way of giving Charlotte a farewell. And then we get the semifinals for the King of the Ring tournament, Finn Balor versus Mates. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, no. Jeez, my, my brain just went away there. Uh, Finn Balor versus Mace. Not for King of the Ring. Yeah, and what a match this was. This is great. Mace showing off. Mace with his shorts, by the way? Incredible. Um, it's a very simple match. There's an uppercut to Finn. He whips Finn into the corner. Finn avoids uh, a charging Mace. Um, we get a boss man slam to Finn, um, but Finn ends up hitting the 1916. Um, drop kicks Mace and then hits the coup de grace to win. And then he and Xavier have a moment. Yeah. Yes, they do have a little moment. I didn't write it down, but I, I think I remember most of it. <laughs> Tyler's walking back, and his, his theme's playing. And you know how it has, like, the shine thing? The, oh! <laughs> Xavier just stands at the throne and does that. <laughs> Like Finn would. And Finn gets a little mad. Um, Xavier points the the scepter that he has at Finn. 
and he says, I'm going to beat you, basically. Crown Jewel. Finn yanks it. And then they, they get a little head-to-head. Finn gets very serious. And Xavier says, um, you're going to stay a prince while I escalate to a king. Um, I, I like that you say he gets serious, but the whole time he's, like, smiling. Like... Yeah. Yeah. But that match at Crown Jewel could be match of the night. Against all the competition that it has, that could be match of the night. That's going to be a good one. I cause Especially because I don't know where that's going to go. Because, I mean, having the prince become the king is one thing. Having King Woods is another thing. And mm-hmm. it's like, who are they going to satisfy in this situation? Yeah. Personally, I'd go Finn. Because that, that Demon King look could be amazing. I want Finn to win, I think. But I also then like think about it and I'm like, but I want Xavier to win. I, I know if Xavier wins, they would just do the comedy King bit for like mm-hmm. a month. And then just act like he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, so then we get John Morrison backstage meditating and the Viking Raiders walk in. Morrison says, I'm on a journey in search of my chi. I'm close. Uh, one of the Raiders says, then what? Uh, when you capture it, will it help you raid? Morrison says, I I imagine it could. But that is not the ultimate purpose. Uh, Eric says, oh no, Ivar says, what good is chi if not to raid. Anyway. Uh, then we had Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, 90% of this match is just anything you can do, I can do better. That's what the whole match was. And that's why it was um, so great. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, we get... Charlotte kind of gets bested a couple times. She moonsaults onto Bianca's knees. Bianca ends up hitting her own moonsault onto Charlotte, which I thought, if we're doing the anything you can do, I can do better angle. That's pretty interesting, because, like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlotte ends up hitting a one-arm powerbomb, so I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, ultimately, we end up with a countered natural selection into a backslide from Bianca. Bianca hits a really bad glam slam. Um, still doesn't get the pin. She wants the KOD, but Charlotte goes to the apron. Um, she then hangs Bianca up on the apron. Bianca rolls through an attack from Charlotte and a spear, but still no pin. Um, ultimately, um, Bianca goes up top. Charlotte sends a boot to her midsection. They start fighting. Charlotte wants the superplex. Bianca fights her down. She comes back up. Bianca goes down. Power on Charlotte. Charlotte refuses to be pinned, goes outside, gets a chair, slams it into Bianca. Rod Zapata says, no fucking thank you, and DQs the goddamn match. And we all sit around like schmucks. Yep, yep, yep. They just wasted our time for like 20 minutes. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. 
And it's not like anybody came out or anything. Like, we can't even get any go-home math from it. Just shit. Um, you want you want to know something fun though? A little light at the end of the tunnel. Alex Zane is now officially sponsored by Taco Bell. Yes. It's been a long time coming, man. I could go for Taco Bell. Um, it doesn't. It, he he has like all of his moves are named after Taco Bell, right? I wouldn't know. I haven't seen enough of him. Hold on, hold on, because um. Pretty sure. Pretty sure they are. Uh, but, 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 oh yeah, he has a shooting star double knee drop, called a crunch wrap, a pump handle cobra cr- cobra clutch driver named the taco driver. He has a somersault sidewalk slam called the Baja Blast. Um, his nickname is the, the Sauce. So, you know what? Good for him for landing it. Um, yeah, I that's awesome. I'm really excited for him. Um, and I wish I were sponsored by Taco Bell. No, you just wish you had Taco Bell right now. I really wish I had Taco Bell right now. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about the best of the night? The uh, bottom. The botches of the night. Oh, I can tell you the botches of the night. Uh, if you have a question for us, leave it in the chat, and we'll we will get to it after the bests of the night. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave it in the comments, and we'll get to it in the next episode. All right, promo of the night. Monsoor's promo. You think so? I guess. Nothing else fun. Everything was lame. It did lead to a f- adding to a few that I'm interested in. That's for sure. Like RK Bro was lame. Bobby and Goldberg was weird. Street Profits promo was fine. Charlotte and Sonya and Pierce was whatever. Biggie and Gorilla was whatever. Uh, Austin Theory's interview was lame. New Day and Gorilla was fine. Um, and Charlotte's farewell thing with Bianca was fine. I'll go with it. Like I said, it it's adding to a feud that I'm invested in. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm happy that this feud is happening or not. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Alright, so... Then uh, let's go to the the wrestler of the night. What's up? Um. So, Aaron Rourke is fighting Dante Martin. Mm. Um. At Wrestle po- Wrestle Pro's full steam ahead, it's Matt McIntosh versus Aaron Rourke versus Dante Martin for I think for the silver championship. Good for him. Wanna go to a Broadway, New Jersey, on the twenty seventh of November? Long way to think. No, we can't. Oh no, we can't. Shit. <laughs> if anybody wants to go to New Jersey, you should. It's gonna be a banger of a match. Alright, let's talk about the wrestlers of the night. Yee yee. Um I I don't know. 
Oh, I didn't even write down who was from Bianca and Charlotte. Uh, uh... All right, so for me, I'm I'm gonna give you three names. You you yeah. pick from those. Bianca. Um. Drew McIntyre and Mace. Uh, what do we got to pick? Pick one. Between, I'm between Bianca and Mace. Okay. If it's between those two, I'm going with Bianca. I think that's fair. Okay. I just need you to make that decision for me. Okay. Alright, let's talk about match of the night. As always, we go from the worst to the best. And let's tell me if she agrees or not. Worst match of the night. First ever one out of ten that I've given. Shayna Baszler versus Dewdrop. Ooh, spicy. Okay. Complete bullshit results. Com complete bullshit everything. Shayna Baszler is careful to clutch. Just gets crushed. Completely uh, uh, outwilled by Dewdrop. Dewdrop doesn't give any offense to Shayna prior to her finish. Um, and wastes all of the buildup that Shayna has has received the past weeks um and gives us probably the lamest outcome for queen's crown that we could have gotten also um if anybody wants to be mad about uh the match last friday with zelina versus carmella can blame shane helms because he produced the match hmm okay all right so then next up three Four out of ten, RK Bro versus Street Profits would have been a fantastic match. Would have been match of the night probably, um, but it ended in DQ. It's very short, um, and it wasted a match between two of these awesome tag teams. Uh, then next up, four out of ten, Austin Theory versus Jeff Hardy. Fine, I guess I don't know. I thought this match was pretty lame. Um, it did what it needed to do. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's the end of the feud. But, whatever. Alright, so next up, 5 out of 10, Finn Bauer versus Mace. It was fun, decent fun. Um, Would have loved if it was longer, but, you know, it was a decent showing, especially for Mace. Uh, next up, another 5 out of 10, Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander. It was decent. Could have been longer, for sure. Um, but it was still fun. Uh, and then another 5 out of 10, Big E and Big D versus Big Bob and Dolph. I hated that he fucking got up there and shouted, I'm Big Bob, and then Drew fucking hit him and was like, I'm Big D. <laughs> I cannot stand... Uh, this match was was a lot of fun. It was, it was great stuff. The chemistry between Drew and E is still great. Um, yeah, it was just a just a fun old time. 
even though it was basically a repeat without the fallout two weeks ago. All right, next up, six out of 10, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. I should give this lower because of that horrible, horrible finish, uh, completely wasting the entire match, but the journey was still a lot of fun. Uh, Becky and, and Charlotte, Bianca and Charlotte have a ton of chemistry and it clearly showed in the match, but the DQ finish ruined all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have been 10 out of 10. If, if Bianca actually won, that would have been a 10 out of 10 match. I agree. All right, so then we had our match of the night, 6 out of 10. Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. I thought this was a ton of fun. I thought this was some great stuff. Um, Woods is is just so much fun to watch. You agree? I yeah, I think so. I I don't know. I yes, yeah. This was the most complete, interesting match I think that we had tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame because there are two other matches that would have been really strong contenders if it were not for DQs. Yeah, yeah, they could have had a great episode. Uh, all right, well, run it back. Our promo of the night. Mansoor says that he's serious. Wrestler of the night, uh, Bianca Belair, match of the night, Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. All right, Liz, would you like to close out the episode for us? I would like to close out the episode for us. If you joined us tonight, thank you so much. If you joined us in the future, thank you so much. Happy uh, Halloween. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. We're always back. Never stop being around. We'll be back tomorrow for our... NXT. Thank you. Our NXT podcast. Um, and then we won't be around on Wednesday, but we'll be back on Thursday because we have one day off in the week. And it's one day this week. <laughs> so please join us uh, tomorrow, please join us in the coming future for our WWE 2K20 podcast. Um, it will be super duper fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for NXT. Uh, in the meantime, our YouTube channel is the Pinfall Podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, our live show is twitch.tv forward slash the Pinfall Podcast. Our Twitter at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you tomorrow for NXT 2.0. Thanks so much for watching.